Could you call me back, please? Thank you. This is Margo. Hello, and welcome to episode 211 wow. of the Curse and Terror Show. You made it. I did it. That's <laughs> as far as we were planning on going. <laughs> now we can take a nap. just going to coast through this one because what do we care? It's the last one. <laughs> it's going to get better? No. So why bother? My name is Curtis. And I'm Tara. Uh, I forgot to mention that in, in the epic tale of uh, buying a new used car, I had to run down to the bank real quick. Uh, to get some paperwork, and while I was there, and I, I f- even forgot to tell Tara, this whole time I just remembered, like the other day, uh, that I'd oh written it down, God. and You're I like saw keeping it. stories to yourself. Yeah, I think I had a few other stories uh, from that day too that I completely forgot about or lost the notes to. But when I went to the bank, first of all, one of the guys at the bank. So you have to go back to episode two hundred eight or two hundred nine, somewhere around there. Yeah, maybe the even a two hundred seven. The story. Yeah. But the gist was we, we bought a used car, and uh, you got to go to the bank to do that. And while I was there, first a guy working behind the counter was using the phrase tight. Like, oh, this is tight. Yeah, this is cool. But, like, awesome, working working out well here at the bank. I don't know. I just never picture a banking-type man saying, oh, thanks for... It's tight. Yeah. Tight, bro. Yeah. You, bro. You set up that count. Say bro? That's tight. No, he was saying it to like an older lady as well, which just tight lady makes it. Was he an older gentleman? No, he was. That was very tight. I don't know if he was he young enough to say it. Maybe I don't know what the age limit is on saying. Maybe he's trying to be tight. cool. Uh, but he like he wasn't super old. I guess I could see him saying it, but I don't know. I guess people that use the word tight don't really know when it's appropriate to use the word tight. Uh, in relation to old ladies and what have you. So whatever, he said her accounting skills were tight. And that was that was great. It was probably felt great to her if she had any idea what he was saying. I don't think she did. And the lady that he was talking to, that he was saying that her her skills were tight, her name was Wavy Regular. I just found myself reading her name tag again and again and again, trying to figure out What's wrong with me? Why can't I read today? I'm reading the word wavy, and then I'm reading the word regular, and I can't figure out how they go together on this piece of plastic on this lady's chest. Yeah, anyway, the lady's name was Wavy Regular, oh. and uh, I just don't think that's a real name. Like, that's not a real name, right? Nobody for has... For a superhero. For a superhero, of course, In yeah. In disguise. If you're, yeah, you're making up your own name, which this lady obviously did, because she's has to be hiding something. Nobody, I mean... Her real name is Wonder Rogue. That's hard. I guess it could have went... She, like, you have to keep the same first initials, don't you? I, For your uh, secret identity? I don't think there's a rule about that. I think <laughs> the first rule of keeping secrets is make it as hard to figure out as possible, not not leave a trail of clues. But I mean, if you were coming up with a fake name, wouldn't regular... Be the be best. regular. Mm-hmm. The most regular. Who here is suspicious? Well, she's an alien, so... Not Wavy. Oh, well, she's definitely... That makes more sense than yeah. anything. Because, I mean, the name Wavy, you just... You wouldn't know if you were picking names, picking words out of, I don't know, the, the hyperspace... Uh, Dictionary.com. Yeah, dictionary information grabber. Like, oh, Wavy sounds good. Or Wave. I don't know. We'll, we'll just use this. And Wave. then we'll work, work at the bank. 
Regular. It probably is, yes, pronounced in a way that makes it sound like a regular, normal name. But when I saw it, all I could think was, your name is Wavy Regular. <laughs> and I want to say... It's Wavy Regular. Oh. Yeah, I guess... Everybody I sh- says that. It probably would have so been... so tired of it. Like, just say it how it reads. Yeah, so... Wavy Regular. What's mm, so strange about that? Or because hard it's to fake. Say? Because you made it up. It's obviously your height. Like, well, what are you hiding all from? All names made up. What they are, but that name by is, someone. That name was made up recently because you you've got something to hide. That's what your name leads what? me to believe, lady. Why would you believe that? No, I have nothing to hide. Yeah, I've never met a regular person in my life. <laughs> you're not going to be the first one. Anyway, once you have a car and you're all grown up and you can make your own horrible decisions in life, you take yourself on down to the local Boston Pizza. And they put a menu in front of you, and you're allowed to pick whatever you want because you have a job and some money. And they put a That's sign. That's what it means being an adult. That's exactly what it means being an adult. You can you can say it means all kinds of things, responsibility or thinking a certain way. But what it basically means is you're let loose, and no one's really going to stop you unless you get too out of hand. And as far as ordering something, like one item from a menu of a restaurant that serves items... No one's going to stop you from doing that, no matter how much you should or shouldn't. And the Boston Pizza has a new a new thing that they like to call the pizza burger. And I grew up on pizza burgers. It Someone was, should have stopped you. You know, a, a hamburger bun with some pepperoni and some cheese and some pizza sauce. And that was a pizza burger. Some people put more stuff on it. That's fine. The Boston Pizza Pizza Burger, if you haven't seen the commercials, the commercials let, make it look horrible and disgusting and just awful and i just i don't know i heard what what was in it chewing a pig's ear yeah i don't think it's picking that up too bad could be chewing think you're adding chewing sound effects of you eating the pizza burger no i'm looking at the sound meter over there and yeah it's not picking that up at all uh so nobody can hear burke we are just talking about an imaginary dog forget i ever said that uh so when they describe it in the commercial it does sound delicious like a pizza Wrapped around a hamburger. Uh, that sounds good. That sounds good. I mean, I like I like both of the, both of those things, and I usually don't like hamburger on a pizza because it's just this weird, always I don't low grade, just throw away hamburger. So I just don't like it. I just I like my my pizza's pretty plain. But this, it sounded pretty good. I didn't think I was gonna get it. Then when we got there, the picture that they have at your table is very small. And makes it seem pretty manageable and delicious. And it's, you know, I got some decorative garnish. I think I can do this. This is no big deal. And I, at this point, I also, don't, I'm not like, I think I can do this. It's a challenge for me. I think this is going to be pretty great and not a big deal at all because it's just, you know, a manageable, just, it's just like a hamburger with more cheese, which is what I like. And maybe some other things. Open up the menu. The menu, I, I mean, all, all the menu needed was for it to say, served by the the nakedest uh, ladies available and then they'll just stand around while you eat it or something because I mean it said like uh, we start with you know a big giant beef patty and then uh, wrap that in the pizza with all their traditional things plus we stuff it with bacon and then once it's all wrapped up we cover that with cheese and pepperoni so it's like a pizza wrapped around a hamburger then more and a pizza put on top of it which I didn't quite contend with. Also, the bacon stuffed in, I didn't think there was going to be that much bacon. So I was I was very surprised. 
pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, like, up until the point where I stopped eating it, it was amazing. And I mean, I had leftovers and I ate them again the next day and it was still amazing. Leftovers usually aren't that great, especially from a restaurant and something that's kind of greasy and, and, and whatever. It, it kept, it kept well. It didn't get all congealed gross like some things do. And other than the fact that it was just way too much beef and way too much cheese for somebody who probably doesn't eat that much beef and cheese anymore. And I swear, and I, I'm not exaggerating, this isn't to sound funny, this is just a warning. Like, this is a serious, you know, like, take heed when you go to the Boston Pizza next time. Just stick with your nachos or the hot wings uh, uh, or a regular pizza because you shouldn't eat, a like, a, a big pizza and a big hamburger at the same time and a salad. And I finished the salad. And and I, th- I think I might have eaten... No, I, I didn't take any of your wings. I should have. Oh, damn, they're so good. I wish I had some of those. And I still, right up until the next day, I'm like, oh, I want to go back and get some of those wings. Because uh, I just love their hot sauce. They are delicious. Uh, but uh, anyway, we, we went there. Then we went and got groceries. We came home. We had some cookies and some all kinds of good stuff, uh, along with the regular vegetables and healthy things. But there was a thing of cookies just sitting on the counter. And the whole night passed. And I saw them a couple times. I'm like, oh, yeah, we have cookies. I don't even care. I'm still so full. I'm so full. It's like 12 o'clock at night. I'm so full. Let's go to bed. Hopefully I'll wake up alive. It. And I didn't finish it. And that's the, I didn't even finish it. There's that much cheese and bacon jammed in there. Again, if you have the stomach for it, then you probably should definitely avoid it and go Did see a nutritionist. Did that other guy finish it? Uh, I, it looked like that other guy finished it. He looked like somebody who finishes stuff like that all the time. It wasn't definitely wasn't a challenge to him. He had Ew. dessert afterwards. Like they had all kinds of stuff. Those guys were taking pictures of their food. They are not <laughs> a, at all adverse <laughs> to eating everything on their plates. Oh, God. So they had a good time. But after the fact, when we like, left there, I want to remember yeah, this. I felt like he meal. was meandering around a little bit, kind of. Like, you shouldn't be driving, and he wasn't, which is good. And I think it was all from from that. And I keep calling it a sandwich, and I don't think it should be called a sandwich. I don't know what it should be called, but a, f- a food experiment that, that again, it goes great. It looks like a ball of food. Yeah. A food ball. It, it it didn't look as disgusting as the KFC food bowl, whatever they've got there, the mix-em-up bowl. But it was, I don't know, it didn't feel suicidal at the time. It didn't feel bad. It just tasted good. It was it was done well. I ate the pickle that they brought on top of it. Uh, they they do give you uh, a weird a slice of lettuce, I think, and pickle and tomatoes uh, or uh, tomato, yeah, uh, and uh, skewer that on the top. So it's like, hey, there's more parts, like from a hamburger. That's cool. I'm pretty sure you're wasting this on a lot of people, especially me. Uh, but right up till the next day, almost probably. The, the morning after that, like a day and a quarter later, I was still genuinely full. I mean, to the point where I'm like, I just, I don't know, I had a half a glass of water. I'm good. I'm kind of good right now. I don't need to eat anything. This is crazy. I've never been this full in my life. And again, if you eat a half pound of cheese, that's what's going to happen. You're going to oh, feel pretty no. full. I, I think if you don't know that, if you're too young to, to know about the the constipation powers of cheese sometimes you can eat whatever you want when you're young yeah yeah so you don't know yet but someday you know there's going to be the one day where you're like oh this was this was the too much for my body and then your body's going to start pulling back from there i think just lots of shit builds up inside of your colon and oh that happens anyway yeah uh, 
as you get older, you just mm-hmm. don't realize. No. Before you're like you're young, your colon's like mm-hmm. whoosh, it's like a you know water slide at Magic mm-hmm. Mountain or something like whoosh, everything's just whoosh, popping well, out, like, going all, all sliding down, and... going through. You're feeling great the next yeah. day. And then as you get older, clog mm-hmm. arteries. You don't want to go down that slide yeah. anymore because it's there's a bunch like of shit plumbing. on the side. <laughs> yeah, just, the stuff just kind of sticks in there. And yeah, it's sticky. I mean, it's sticky. You've seen it. It's no surprise to you. You don't know. It's not like you don't know what's going on in there. We'll you know what you're putting in there. Doing a cleanse. So a seven day cleanse. Seven days. It's not just drink it in and out it goes. No. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. So We're yeah, cleanse that shit out. There's, literally. There's a nice little social experiment that we won't be looking at or documenting. Uh. <laughs> but. Next week, we'll tell you about our clients. Oh, God. Hopefully, we won't. Everything will go fine, and it won't be eventful enough to be be story-worthy. It was good. Yeah. We did it, and we may or may not recommend it as much as Splash, the celebrity diving show. Did you ever see people having their colon uh, irrigated? Have I ever seen that? Yeah. Why? How would I see that? (laughs) No. On TV, lots of times, they have uh, people showing it with even they show the tube up their butt yeah. and the poop coming out. Mm-hmm. No. And people like to see the poop coming out for some reason. Yeah. So they always show it to them. It's I'm sure it's a, I don't want to use the word cleansing again, but it's, you know, oh, they used to always mentally have it cleansing on, as well to see, have it like, now I see it coming I out. Like when you actually show, see. Was it called the swan or um, there where they one. would like totally give you a makeover, but you still, but you got plastic surgery. Yeah, there was stuff a couple too. of those. But yeah, one I believe they was called the They would always swan. give them like colon. Uh, the ugly duckling show. Irrigations. Ugh. I just don't even. I mean, I, 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 you'd probably watch. I mean, why would, like, again, it's just, it's a mental thing as well where it's to see it come out, then you can better go, well, I'm not putting that back in again. Because, I mean, a lot of the. Ugh. The issue just is like when you once you know it's not even like I'm I'm young I can put anything in my body, it's just that when you're old you're like I remember all the stuff I put in my body, and I'm still doing it. And even the, you like, know the there's hel- that gum that was supposed to be in there for seven years. That's probably the only thing that did go straight it's through. All the gum that you swallowed. I'm pretty sure gum is a laxative and it just goes right out. And that's a colon. dirty old wives' tale. No, like all, well, your col- our human colons are like forty feet long. Mm-hmm. So there's got a lot of stuff to go through and pass through. Yeah, and... so there's a lot of corners and turns. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about sitting at a desk all day or whatever you do, cramped up in a ball, crying all day, you know, your intestines are probably going to be all bent and kinked in ways that they they don't loosen up from running around. Oh, okay, and, so and this is a like good one for since we're on the topic of pooping. Oh God, that my mother told me. I can't remember who told her now, mm-hmm. but it does. It works. I tried it. Oh, okay. uh, that this. I guess maybe one of her patients, she's a nurse, uh, was having problems just pooping. Mm -hmm. So she told her like to put her feet on a stool so that her feet are kind of up so that you'd be more in a position where you're like as if you're crouching the way you would naturally. If there was no toilet, you would just crouch and poop, I guess. And uh, it helps to like put your body into the right position for the poop to flow yeah. out better, I guess. So you, you poop better and harder. And the claim is that it helps you lose weight. I believe she saw it on the Dr. Oz. I don't know if it helps I you lose weight. I think a lot of the things that people see on Dr. Oz for some reason. No, no, this wasn't on Dr. Oz. This I, I, th- was, I thought she a, said she saw no, it on Dr. Oz No, this is a medical too. thing because that woman, this Dr. woman Dr. Oz had, is a medical professional. 
He's not a real doctor. He's just <gasps> Dr. Oz. How dare you? <laughs> his first name is D- uh, Daniel, and his no, uh, middle name is no, Roger, and no. his last name is Oswald. No, that's so. Then they're like Doctor Oz. That was just his nickname from that high school. A lie. You're this wasn't a doctor, also. This was like a okay. real medical thing. And then she, because the, the woman was like, I can't do that. That's crazy. Like, how am I supposed to poop with my feet way up there? Mm. Like, I don't know why they're way up, but I just use a short stool. Yeah. <laughs> we only have McDonald's uh, old timey stools that are really tall, bar stools. But my mom has like a medical stool. Not a medical toilet. What's those called? Like a uh, handicap toilet or something? I like just so. higher for. Yeah. So it's, you don't have to get down. So look, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just a weird giant toilet. It's <laughs> the most uncomfortable. So it was like as my dad was sick and mm-hmm. so tall. they get that so that, and he's tall. Yeah. And my mom had to, you know, help him and stuff. So uh she has a regular stool, so you could just like kinda and she's short too. So. Yeah. So technically I don't even think like it would, foot, it would ra- be foot, raising yeah. her legs. It's just putting them at normal floor level <laughs> yeah. anyway, because so I mean they're not dangling. Like, anymore. yeah, like I'm not I'm not excessively short and I'm not super tall. But yeah, I feel wicked uncomfortable on that toilet. It's like, oh my god, like I just want to go home and poop now. I can't quite touch the floor. <laughs> I can't relax. Every there's always ninety Think people on the other I side feel. of the wall, and then you're you're short, so I don't know how you do it. So yeah, I usually just go downstairs, but I don't know. Who's that girl? Like uh, that? Or she was a woman, but she's pretending to be a girl in a great big chair. That was like Lily her. Tomlin. Yeah, I felt like her. Yeah. I think everybody does. I, I I think there's very few people that use that toilet and don't think, is this right? Am I in the right place? As There's probably another toilet I should be using, and this is for someone specific, and this is like petting a blind person's dog. You just don't do it. Like This is a, a special toilet, not for me. And I guess if you want to finish out toilet time uh, for the first half hour of the show, uh, in local toilet news... <laughs> In our bathroom, our upstairs bathroom. <laughs> really local. And extremely local. Literally <laughs> within, uh, let's say, nine feet or less from where I'm sitting right now. Uh, seven feet or less from where, Ter- where Tara's sitting. I can flush the toilet from here. Yeah. It's a very small house, but a very convenient uh, toilet. <laughs> no, in, in the upstairs bathroom. I'm sitting on it right now. The studio is code <laughs> for bathroom. You get the, if you listen to Kim Mitchell and a lot of people... Uh, they'll always tell you that the bathroom is the best place for acoustics. Uh, our friend... We record the podcast in yeah, the bathroom. Our friend Brendan had to interview. I'm pretty sure it was Kim <laughs> Mitchell. It was some famous Canadian guy anyway at his hotel room. And he said that... Uh, Kim Mitchell said, we got to record this in the bathroom, <laughs> man. And Brendan was like, why? What? Because the acoustics are great in there. And then he went in there and did like lines of coke off the back of the toilet. Everyone <laughs> was like, uh, "That was what the acoustics were." Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, he didn't care about the acoustics. That's just where he left his uh, coke." And he thought I was a cool God damn it, radio Kim guy. Mitchell. Yeah, I was so that was I, I know I've talked about that before. That was like a heartbreaking cool. thing because I'm like, "Oh, Kim Mitchell, no, no, not the heartthrob of Canada, not those patio lanterns. You've tainted them." With powder in the sky, I don't uh, like it. I don't like it. Uh, Just makes me makes me afraid. <laughs> oh, jeez. But in our bathroom, uh, I I found at a store in town, and I, I saw it on. on uh, I'm sure it was a Dragon's Den or a Shark Tank, and I've seen it on other things on TV and on the internet. And I've almost ordered it a couple times, and I always keep forgetting that a lot of items from Amazon.com 
will not come to Canada. They just you just trip, go to your cart and then it's like, oh, sorry, uh, we're not going to do this right now. And one of those things is called City Kitty. And I, th- I feel like the one that I saw on TV was <laughs> way kitty, better. City Kitty. Sitting and shitting in your toilet, kitty. Is that the... Uh, I think the, the theme song is something like that. I think they just keep repeating City Kitty, though. City Kitty. Shitty Kitty. It's probably City, city, city kitty, kitty. Pretty Kitty. Shitty happy Kitty, kitty and stuff. Shit your kitty. No. City that, Kitty. Why would they... City Kitty. Kitty Shitty. <laughs> That's too much. Too many swears for the, for the Shark Tank. But they set them low, though, so that you wouldn't notice. Oh, I don't... But it's volume. You can turn it up. It's not like somebody whispering yeah. on the other side of a room. If they have headphones on, you're still going to hear all the low stuff. But yeah, so I'm like, ah, oh, I really want to, you know, I, I built. It's for cats that are in the city, not out in the. Well, we don't let her go outside because we don't That's want her bringing in, in the diseases and whatever. And I did build a, you know, before I even saw that you could just order them, I built one. And I'm like, oh, I think I can do this. Like, no big deal. Like, a lot of the training things just said you just got to get them using using the toilet as a litter box. So you put a litter box in the toilet, then you just take it away. And it just didn't quite work out because, I mean, every two minutes we just had to start over and move it and blah, blah, blah. So there's no way the cats could get used to it. But now we're, we are out in the woods, not in the city. <laughs> so we have the time. Uh, so... Uh, I, I saw one at the store and it was like 20 bucks or something, which was even cheaper than ordering it. And I brought it home and I set it up in the toilet and y- y- you put litter in it and then you slowly like cut away pieces of it. It's just this plastic with, with perforations and then you pull s- circles out of the center until eventually there's nothing there. And then the cat's just going in the toilet. <laughs> and I don't know, there's tons and tons of video of it working. Therefore, I have no reason to believe it doesn't. I, I met a lady. Greg is motorboating. Oh, of course he is. Dog has got it, got it made. Everything he wants. King of the castle. Uh, I forget where it was. It was just at a store at the mall or something. And, and it must have been just buying cat litter. And a lady said like, oh, my son's you know, cat is toilet trained to go in the toilet. So I have all the faith in the world that it can be done. Ripley has mm-hmm. been going up there. There is a hole in the center. She doesn't seem to be afraid of it. She poops and, and pees in it. And yeah, so occasionally I get up in the morning and and there's a cat poop on the toilet. But when it's early and the lights aren't all on and it's it's still kind of dark and you forget that you put a <laughs> litter box in scary. the toilet. It's super scary because it looks like somebody came in and took a giant turd across the seat <laughs> of the toilet with the open lid and you just want to scream, no, no, somebody's in trouble. But you asked for it. You literally, the night before, all right, I'm going to bed if you need to poop. <laughs> you do it here on the toilet and and it will look like a horrible situation in the morning and and it's not and it's not. So I don't know. I had to take a little while to get over that thing of you know waking up in the morning and being greeted with like this semi hovering space turd. In the also, toilet. we have a second bathroom, so we don't have to really. Yeah. So and yeah, we, and then we can just go to the other bathroom, and I don't have to really pull the thing out a lot, and just you know deal with it. And then the cat kind of has her own bathroom for now until she's used to it, and everyone wins, and we don't have to buy cat litter, and you know, no more picking up poop uh, except for Burke's, <laughs> and uh, and everyone wins. But yeah, Burke uh, is a genius so far. Everyone uh, who meets him is like, he's how old? He can do how many tricks? And he's how trained? Yeah. 
He's the best. That's right. Uh, today, he went, the, right he went to the back door and sat there. And I'm like, what? You want to go to the bathroom? When I open the door, like, okay, go, 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 go poop then and come back. And then he did and he came back and I gave him a treat and everything was cool. He just does that now. He's a baby. What does your baby do? Poop in its pants? Not ours. No. I mean, sure, he poops on the floor sometimes. But who wouldn't? It's true. If you got nothing, you know, really holding you back, you're not... He's scrounging for ass. Quite he's sure. scrounging for ass. Uh, he's and scrounging my ass. Not that this is the Burke cast, but the funniest thing about Burke <laughs> is he hates the sound of his own farts. He hates it. <laughs> he gets so angry. I watched him just chase this his tail around cast. for like nine minutes today uh, because <laughs> he farted. Like, he farted. I could hear it. He farted. And then he looked... Like, who do you think you are? And just like <laughs> chased himself around forever, not chasing his tail. Generally mad because then he would, you know, finally stop and take a breather and then fart again and like whip around. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You didn't learn your lesson. We aren't all exhausted from this. And just be complete like barking at himself sometimes. Scare, like scaring himself awake with his own farts. And yes, I've done that in real life myself. Uh, fully woken, woken myself up in a room full of people with a fart. Uh, fortunately, nobody noticed except one person, and nobody believed her, and that was great for me. But when Burke does it, it's it's funny, and it's you know related to the first half hour of the Curtis and Tara show, Poop Stravaganza. Second half hour, most likely not very poop related. Tara's got a, a not necessarily a segment, a recurring <laughs> thing, but like a. A bit, whatever we call it. I forget what we called it, but Tara's got mm. this thing that's going to be hilarious. She'll have to set that up and we'll do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's too much hype. I'm like 80% sure it's not going to be all about poop. Now that I've said that, I know that she's going to sneak it in. <laughs> Either way. Uh, all is about it's not, poop. Everything is real. Everybody poops. That's what everybody's concerned about. Where am I going to poop next? What am I going to eat so I can poop? Uh, it's, it's all just uh, the circle of life. No. And it moves us all. To the bathroom, and it moves our bowels to the. It moves us something, to the song. Burke. And now Burke is biting. There's still uh, two minutes till a half hour. Plus, we <laughs> got to cut a bunch of this out because we were we well. Wow. Tara, Tara was chasing the dog down to get him to sit down and. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you this room. because it'll lean into my bit or whatever. Okay. That. Uh, when Don't. You're, <laughs> He's when the you're show. training dogs, and this was something that I didn't know, and probably a lot of people don't know because they don't do research or think you need to read a book like everybody owns a dog you just get one like same with kids why would i read a book about a kid yeah it just understand. happened it happened but, uh, without me reading a book or you could just watch caesar you don't even have to read a book you can watch films or mm. you know learn about stuff but dogs their intestines since we were talking about human human mm. intestines is 40 feet that's yeah. why you don't like it takes a while for that your stuff to go through before mm-hmm. you take a shit. You don't just eat and have a shit. Yeah. Dogs, on the other We're hand... We're designed not to leave a trail for animals not to eat us. Five foot. Yeah. So they just eat, mm-hmm. and then they take a shit yeah, right des- away. They're designed to mark <laughs> the area around where they eat. So they don't want to be carrying around like, a They're literally food. like... So they absorb the nutrients and everything very quickly. It takes us longer because usually you're eating plants and stuff. They're eating protein. So it gets absorbed really quickly, and then they just poop out the rest. Very yeah. efficient. So anybody who complains about their dog pooping is like, well, it's a it's a living thing. Because people leave food out the whole oh, time the for worst. their animals. So the food is out all day. There's mm-hmm. poop in there at any minute. So at any time, they're just a shit machine. Mm-hmm. So if the minute food goes in there, if they're eating food all day, they're going to shit all day too. If you feed your dog twice a day, or you could feed... Some people feed them once, but I think that's like... 
That sounds cruel to me. Yeah. You eat three times a day. Like, the, you know, it'll stop them from, mm-hmm. I think, being hungry. Yeah. Some people wait all day. So can you imagine that the dog would just eat at supper time, not eat anything all day? I know day. I said this last episode, how they're, it's you weird, know, just but... crazy living uh, things with knives for faces. I can't imagine how most people, and I had, I mean, like my brother had a dog or whatever. We had a family dog that I was against because I'm like, I know that it's going to be my responsibility and I don't want it. Like we had a dog then. And again, like that was fully in the days of no internet, no way to look anything up. It was, you have a dog, you're done. Like that's it. Step one, get a dog. Step two, you have a dog. Step three, you bury the dog when it's dead. Oh, like that's, that's it. You, you know, you have fun with it. You love it. If you're lucky enough when to have one of these brilliant dogs. Out to the... Yeah, I mean, he was in in the house. He was out like, you know, he wasn't abandoned or ignored. He just wasn't trained at all. Like everybody treated him, you know, what Caesar and all the trainers say don't do. He was just treated like, hey, there's there's the guy who lives here. Let's let him do whatever he wants. And he did. And, you know, that's that's nuts. I, I, I don't know. It just being that person and knowing that, well, there must be a million of those dogs still out there that were like raised in the old days and never, ever smartened up. And then new dogs now that just do that where it is like like everybody works too hard. I, I only hear people complaining how they have no time for anything. And then when I hear them mention that they have a dog or a cat, I'm just like, well, why? Why? You're never, ever home, mm. but you have a dog. So that dog goes with you to work? No. Like I know a few people like that. So it's like if you can take your dog with you, then that's perfect. That's great. If, if you're just coming home after an eight-hour shift feeding the dog and then you go to bed, like – I can only imagine every dog is a maniac who wants to murder you because who wants to live that life? Like, you know, even when I'm at home as the whatever, not not even remotely a dog, you know, I can check the Internet. I can entertain myself. I can talk to people when you're gone to work all day long and extra, you know, working late or whatever. And then you come home. You know, we sit down and eat or we talk. We do, you know, we interact together. If you just came home and like put some food on the table and then went to bed, I would feel so neglected (laughs) and full of hate after like probably like two or three days. I mean, if you just imagine how you feel and everybody has something like that that they can just kind of drift back to in their head and think like when they they weren't feeling appreciated or whatever. And I mean, a dog lives in the constant. So if a dog doesn't feel appreciated now, that's just how it feels. It's going to keep feeling that way until it gets something. And then again, blah, 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 that whole enforcing negative behavior because the only, you know, it takes a shit on the floor. You come home and you're freaking out, but it's like, oh, mm. I'm getting attention. You're freaking out, but at least you're doing it at me. You're spending some time with me while you clean up my shit or while you do whatever. So like that's. Yeah. Dogs don't care. Attention. There's not a such thing as a negative attention or a positive. Attention. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to talk about the pooping and then we can mm-hmm. talk about other training things yeah. later and stuff. But uh, when you're training your dog, the best thing to do is you feed them and then you get up. Well, we get up as soon as they come out of like we're crate training him. So as soon as he gets up, he goes pee, goes poop, usually right first thing in the morning. It's gone. He's good to go. He's not a shit machine anymore. He can be free in the house and you can have fun with him. Then later on, he's going to he eats or we go for a walk. Then he eats. As soon as he eats, he goes to the bathroom. Yeah. Easy. Then uh, basically they just say like any after anything he's gonna mm-hmm. want to go to the bathroom same as you like if you went and worked out after what do you do go to the bathroom mm-hmm. or if you're driving a car for a while think of him as driving yeah. in the like house you, for a while he can't just go pee a, when he a wants body and your body is just a bunch of like loose parts basically yeah. all inside there and then once you shake them all around whatever stuff is hanging around in them just starts shaking loose 
And so if you go for a run or a walk, yeah, you bend over. Oh my God, I got to go take a shit. Like, and, and, and those dog pee-pee is, pads are really good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He learned really quickly to go on the pee-pee yeah. pad. Like so quick. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. And uh, I remember thinking before we, when I had a dog that that's ridiculous. That's for people that are fucking lazy that don't take their dog out enough. Yeah. But it's an awesome way because dogs, when they're younger, can only hold their bladder. If they're two months, they can hold it for two hours. If they're three months, they can hold it for three hours. Uh, don't think that they can hold it for longer than that. Yeah. So as soon as they needed, like, I mean, when he needed to go, he needed to go. That was it. There was no getting outside. There no. Was no anything. Yeah. That was it. It wasn't it was like, like, I'm going to put on a leash, put my shoes on, yeah, this and like, that. It's like, I have four seconds. Pee. And I mean, just teaching him <laughs> at least, like, putting it by the door. So now he literally goes to the door and waits to go outside. So he knows where to go. And that's it. And if, you know, he can't go outside, we put down the pad and he, again, still knows where to go. You know, it's all setting boundaries. Like, once you establish this is how it works then that's just how it works. It's not like a human being who was like, but how else could it work? I bet I could figure out a better way. <laughs> like, he's not a Disney character. I'm really, just if he makes a mess, we just go, oh, we're just like, oh, very disappointed about yeah. it. We don't do anything to him. Mm. But then he knows if he goes in the right place, he gets a treat and we're very excited about yeah. it. So he just wants to do that. Yeah, you either need a, like, yeah, just reaction or none. Like the this whole whatever, beating them and screaming at them. Like mm. it, it does absolutely nothing. I mean, ugh, I don't know. I just. The, the and the more... silence is the best yeah. thing ever. Mm-hmm. Especially probably if you're a very vocal person to start with. So he's been good for me to teach me patience. Mm -hmm. He's a good teacher of that. (laughs) So is that 30 minutes? Yep. Patience. Now available at your local Walmart store for $19.95. It comes in a box. The box is taped closed real good. And then on the inside there's another box. And then inside there's another box. And it's all taped together so bad. And then there's glue and then once you get to the inside, there's a note that says, patience is a virtue. There's no refunds on that. It's 19.95. Go down to the Walmart and get yourselves patience. And we're back with more of Now You Know You're Getting Old podcast. Uh, here's a fun way to know you're getting old. You're surpassing a, a generational milestone. Everyone thinks you're stupid. Tara's sister told us a funny story where her, her little boy uh, wanted... Uh, to watch uh, let's call it the hockey game <laughs> and and she said well we have to go we're, we're you know we have we to go to bed you have to go to bed whatever it is like go to bed you have to go to bed don't worry about it like no no but i have to see it's such an important game <laughs> no don't worry what we're taping it we'll tape it for you and you can watch it and, like we'll tape it what do you mean you'll tape it to what what <laughs> we're gonna no we're just we're gonna tape it and then you can watch it tomorrow so don't worry about it tape it to what mommy Tape it to what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? We are going to tape it for you. Like, <laughs> one of us isn't making sense here. And it's not me, mommy. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, and realizing he has no, like, zero, zero reference point for taping, meaning that he's going to record a show to tape to a video cassette recorded tape or to a, a reel-to-reel or whatever tape you might be talking about. It does not make any sense. She's like, oh, like, like we're going to PVR it. Oh, whew, I didn't know. I thought you were, I think we turned <laughs> into a, an old lady and had a stroke, mummy. But uh, you're okay, I guess. You remember what a PVR is. I thought you were stupid. <laughs> but yeah, there's, you, you know, you always have to, I guess what it is, is that's why 
we allow that, you know, that generational thing to happen where it's like, oh, the old lady still says the N word. She doesn't mean it. That's just what she's used to saying. And and that's what that is. Like you have to readjust every couple of years. I mean, you don't have to start saying, oh, I, whatever, that's slamming word. You know, you don't have it's to. tight. Yeah, you don't have to start saying that things are tight. You don't have to jump into whatever is cool today. You don't have to say, call me maybe or whatever, you know, whatever is is happening in the language of of the majority generation or I don't know, whatever, the Pepsi generation. But you do have to adjust certain things so you don't become that old person that isn't like, hey, tape it to my cassettes, like... You know, hey, N-word. Like, we don't say those words anymore, crazy old person. I don't say VHS. Nobody says or VHS. Or Radio Shack. No, well, I, I a lot of people, I think, still say Radio Shack. Uh, I think they still have it in the States. What's a radio? I don't know what a radio is, but I know that you can build robots with the parts from them, and they keep them in a shack. Hmm. And uh, the shack just charges some money, and then you go home and you build yourself a robot. Well, or at least that might be to. why some people are trying to get rid of their children on Craigslist. Uh-oh. <sighs> All right. Ever since that one fake uh, trying to give away their child, there's been people who have been trying to give away children on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. This is a real thing. It might become a segment. Oh, God. I don't know. We're gonna, I'm going to read some of these to you because it's, it's fucking insane. Okay. So we have a seven-month-old baby to give up for adoption. He is a really good kid. He just needs more room to crawl, learn, and grow. He crawls, walks, speaks, and stays where you leave him. He is potty trained for the most part, but he may have an accident throughout the night, so he wears pull-ups still. He still dibbles when he gets excited, as most kids do. Come on, he's seven months old. True. So we're looking for someone who can dedicate a lot of their time to him. Just a good person. Where he's still a baby. He still needs to learn some things and he needs guidance. Can a fucking person go on the goddamn Craigslist and find a nice person to if take my kid? If you can accommodate his needs, uh, please call, you know, 5 I'm not a monster. I'm a good person. Can ask for Sammy or Shane. Ask for both of us. We're both yes, willing to get rid of this kid. We hope to find him a loving home with a family that has the time to guide him. See, we're Serious good people. Serious inquiries only. No, assholes need not apply unless you're the only They're option. Very concerned about we're concerned. We're good people looking for a better home. We could leave him here, but we're terrible. We he got meth to buy. Everywhere. Why would you want to keep a baby if like that? If he takes a piss, we don't want to deal with that. Diapers are getting more expensive. I can't use the leftover diaper parts to make my meth. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. Like th- well, I found another one. This one says, I have a six-month-old little girl. I adopted her from a foster home who rescued her from an orphanage. So, like, this is a really used-up baby. This kid's had it rough. She needs a lot of attention We're really love. good people to take she them in. She is really nervous around uh, nervous and cries around strangers. She cries a lot, though. And, uh, but when she learns friends. to trust you, she's very affectionate and a good kid. She is good with other kids. She has had all of her vaccinations. Uh, I will send pictures on request for those who are really, and really is ca- in capitals, interested. The reason I'm giving her up for adoption is that I'm pregnant. And with the new baby coming, I won't have enough time for both of them. That's understandable. Yeah. I'm asking $150 for him. Two things is a lot of work. 
$150 is a good price for anything. And if you get pregnant with one baby and you already have a baby, that's, uh, that's <gasps> a sign from God and Jesus that's too that many you're babies. done with that one. That baby's you need to done. Put them on Craigslist. Somebody else, like every time an angel gets its wings after you hear well, a bell. Well, really, once they're six months every old. Every time you get pregnant and you have a baby, it means take care of somebody else needs that baby. This is your chance to be a good person, just like you know these people are being good people and giving people a chance to take in a baby. Oh, so many people want a baby. They're being very careful and with, you know. The internet. Make sure you're really interested in the second one, you know, in the first one. Serious inquiries only. Yeah. You better be serious. Come on. And really interested. You in got your kids. own car. I mean, you know, I don't want you showing up on the bus. No, no seats, no nothing to take this thing home. I think the first home. one was free. I think the first one was. Just pick it up. Looking for some come nice on people. Over if you're serious. Are you good people? <laughs> Do you not do meth? Do you have some meth? We'll trade the baby for meth. We don't even care right. if it's a sting operation. The we really need the meth. Is that both of those were ads on Kijiji for dogs? Yeah. I wonder how many people believe that was for children. I don't know. I guarantee a lot. Like, <laughs> if I heard that on a podcast, for most of it, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Unless, like, because a lot of the things you said, you've said before to me, just about specific dog statistics, a lot of those numbers are, are the numbers that come out seven months. and Because uh, that's when a dog is he stays in place. being an adolescent, so mm-hmm. it would be the same as having a teenager, really, not a baby yeah. instead. But and, uh, it is funny, though, if you apply it to a baby. That's true. It's funny. Because they need a lot of attention. They do. <laughs> they really do. That's the worst part of the babies. We don't have the time. We don't have the time. You don't want to. I mean, like dad Burke alone. We're moving. One of them was like, the reason that we're giving up our dog is because we're moving. <laughs> what? We didn't plan out our life. We got to get in the car. We need to get rid of the And we don't want to get in the car with him. The apartments we're going to rent do not allow children. Mm-hmm. So. Somebody, please take these kids. But yeah. we're going to charge you three hundred dollars for you to take them. Mm-hmm. This burden. People of don't mine. understand that things are work. Do you have a lot of things already? Then you don't need another thing. That's what I don't understand about all these people giving up. They're giving up these dogs that they have fucking wrecked. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, I got the best part mm-hmm. when they're a puppy and awesome. You play Warcraft. You don't have and, time for a dog. You know, the biting doesn't hurt. Oh, now that it's starting to hurt and they're mm-hmm. all fucked up because I played, you know, tug of war with them and messed around with them and fucking didn't take them for walks. So mm-hmm. they're all messed. Not that they can't be trained at that point, but if you have you two jobs, <laughs> if you have two jobs, use birth control and don't accidentally you know get when a the dog. baby was sleeping the most of the time, but now it's like trying yeah, to do up shit and do, doing and stuff awake it's a lot. everywhere ah. it wants to become a human being you know all the things you need and want to do that thing is trying to do them too and it deserves to do them and a dog is just as bad at wanting to do things because it also does but it doesn't know what it should do because it's supposed to be raised by wolves like a moogly but it's raised by humans it's a reverse full reverse moogly and you've got to be uh, a pack leader and and you got to lead them you got to give them a reason to live or else they, they're just going to go insane like the, the biggest problem i have with going to the zoo or even just i don't know anytime i do think about i don't know i think you mentioned going to the zoo with the school or something there mm-hmm. recently so it's just uh hits me in the head again hours later i'm like oh i just picture insane i don't know insanity i mean, just just you know we watch that uh dumb prison show there and when it flashes to him in, in prison. Oh, we're watching uh, Rectify. Rectify. 
where a man was or was not wrongly convicted of uh, yeah. raping and, and now killing everybody is a girl just when he was masturbating and trying to run businesses. And now he's it's been 19 years later mm-hmm. and he gets let out. It's weird. It's pr- it is fucked. He doesn't up. know what Costco is. He doesn't know what mm-hmm. fucking you know video games with. My problem with Rectify is, is he doesn't know what wirelessness is. Yeah, he he <laughs> read. It shows him reading books all the time, and maybe it is just old books. But I feel like he should know enough to not be as crazy as he is, or at least he seems so stupid. He seems completely stupid, and I don't care. You know, if you went in when when you were a teenager. You've just seemed to have read enough to be aware of uh, the ability of a conversation, other human beings, the likes and dislikes. Like he genuinely just. Seems I don't like, know half but, the shit that he sees. I'm like, holy shit, that is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It is. Imagine kind of a walking weird town. into a huge Walmart like that. I thought it was a Costco or something, mm-hmm. and just being like, "All right, see you in a bit, honey." Like, yeah, that would be pretty jarring to be yeah, 19 years out of. Why is everybody treating like? I guess that's the weirdest part to me. He's been in prison for twenty years, and he gets out, and everybody's just like, "All right, so do you want to go to the park today?" Or, uh, anyways, okay, I guess you just want to be alone. (laughs) Yeah, the whole and it the uh, the more I want to hate it, the more seems like everybody would be right up his ass all the time. I don't know. No, it seems like exactly what it would be. Uh, Some people are right up his ass. Some people are avoiding him. Some people are like, I don't know. And and other people are just like, let's let me look at you. Just answer my questions. Did you like are interested? And and I'm sure a lot of people just don't know. I mean, you know, around this town here, I'm sure there's a lot of people that were in jail for murder and that are out now. And we don't know. And I'm sure a lot of people don't know the big. You know, the biggest problem with with that show is uh, or the other problem is. Again, what people would do, you'd just go home to your mom. That's what, why would you do anything else if you were a teenager and then you've been locked up forever? Prison doesn't help you. It just makes you crazier. It just makes sense. Uh, and, and yeah, you go home. So, like, I, the only, it's just like, move. You just, there's no way if the whole town hates you and is 100% sure you raped and murdered a girl, then whether you're innocent or not, you can just don't go back there. You just cannot go back there. There's absolutely no How's way. How's he gonna make any money? I don't know. He's gonna have to rape and murder people now. Uh, oh. I don't think that makes you money. Or maybe he can do the. Uh, I don't. Uh, what's that called? Double Jeopardy. Yeah. Oh, we can't re-kill get that murdered. Girl. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that doesn't work. There's not a lot of loopholes that get you out of. Well, can he rape, rape and kill someone because he's already done the time? Mm, no. I feel like that should be your reward if you're wrongly accused and imprisoned. Your reward should be you could fucking but, do crimi- no. criminal he, activities he up to whatever you. But he wasn't. Were penalized he wasn't for uh, released as innocent though. They didn't say you're exonerated. That he was just released. Like, oh, uh, you know what? Uh, we think we, we fucked up. Get out of here. The DNA. Yeah. Results so, so nobody. There hasn't been an official. You are innocent. We made a mistake. Like those other ones were, you know, that guy. I don't know. That was probably but when they eight do years say ago. That, now, then he gets his. He can do. Yeah. So I think a what crime was spree he, up he, to nineteen years. Yeah, that guy. He was put in jail for rape. So uh, he was in, innocent, and then he was just raped in jail all the time. So when he came out, he was just turned into a full blown rapist, and then he raped a woman, and then they were like, uh. Well, we just locked you up for whatever it was, like 15 or 25 years for rape that you didn't do, and you got out, and you kind of already did the time for that. I think he went back to jail, but 
I don't know. Uh, I thought, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I forget what I said on the show, but I was pretty sure it was like, it seems like kind of you owe him a rape. You kind of, like, you should have at least first day one, uh, we're going to get you a hooker. We'll set up the time when you're comfortable with it or something. Like, you, you have to. rape her? Not rape her, <laughs> but it's just like, you just don't rape her. Just do something normal and then be done with it. Because, I mean, it is like, uh, you, kind of, you kind of owe me a rape. Like, but, it, and especially after, like, going to jail as a rapist, a bunch of people were probably like, yeah, this is what you like, isn't it? And he probably got raped like crazy. So they owe him like 30 or 40 rapes by now. He was in there for years, years, years. You got to get raped a lot in jail as a rapist. It's just, yeah, no, you're going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a mess. But this guy, uh, jail seemed kind of rough, but for the most part, he was locked away in solitary. So... Uh, I don't know. The, anyway, my thing with it is just I sit and watch it and imagine how, I don't know, just numbing it would be to just be like, here you are in this this place. You're locked away from everything. How do you how do you deal with things? And then it's just like, no, I panic attack television. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a good show. Maybe I'm just sick of television. Just a lot of just dumb things that like it's kind of as much as you know whatever the whole like hey Judd Apatow like remember when he was funny no remember when he just did everything that kind of appealed to everyone and now he's basically going hey now here's the truth about life it's sad and weird <laughs> and we're old <laughs> and it's kind of funny but more in a sad quirky way than a hilarious way and I get it but I don't no offense I have to be really in the mood to watch three hours of people be sad in a funny way <laughs> because they have a family or because they're in love like uh all of these movies like me just feel well makes me feel like it makes me hear are you gonna break up with me <laughs> this movie seems to make it seem like every man is gonna break up with everybody eventually i'm like yeah based on what i could tell that's what's happening i don't understand how anybody's with anybody because every movie just leads me to believe nobody wants to be with a woman period <laughs> like they i don't Maybe just, they could sell their women on kijiji yeah next week we'll replace dogs with women <laughs> uh, or bicycles with women <laughs> I have a 47 year old wo uh, woman i have a 12 speed woman she like still has all of her, her gears intact <laughs> uh she is fully rubberized <laughs> and repainted she's fixed she is missing one kickstand, <laughs> but she is lubed and Ooh, loose oh <laughs> and tight. She is tight. tight. That's tight. No, she's loose, but that's she's tight. Off the chain and tight. I don't know how bikes could apply to women, or we'll uh, find used cars <laughs> and change those to dogs. Okay. The possibilities are quite literally endless. Okay, here's something we could talk about, and I know it will easily segue into something that Tara will talk about because she's been watching uh, documentation of it. <laughs> I have a note here from when we went to Mexico and I am sure I have a picture or was it Mexico? I don't know where it was now. I know I have a picture in my phone somewhere or I have a folder somewhere with a picture that I'll have to upload with this episode of a tattoo. Everybody has shitty tattoos. <laughs> I mean, I have a bat symbol tattoo on my back, and it's fine. 
all right it could be darker it could be better whatever everybody's tattoo could be better because it's just a picture it's a piece of clip art that you're that's there forever uh so the less you look at it kind of the cooler it is because it still maintains its magical newness this lady uh i i wish i knew where the picture was so i can even better describe it she had this tattoo on her back that looked like a a coloring book frog that she like <laughs> pulled out of a coloring book and the page was kind of bent up and wrong and then let her kid color it and then brought that to the tattoo place and said do this exactly as it is here and he did and he did and it 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 was it, i mean I don't know how much you could like frogs to get such a shitty frog, especially when tattoo artists can do like really cool lifelike stuff and it could look like a real little tree frog like climbing up your back. Or, like <laughs> yeah. the, the things that you could do that would like at least uh, work with your body. Instead, sometimes it is just like, here's a picture. It's a cartoon picture. I picked it off the wall or I picked it out of a, a magazine or a kid's coloring book on the way to the tattoo place. And then I got it because what do I care? I, I don't. I guess I don't. But I think I do. And I think that everything in life can be changed or modified or something. I don't know what these people think. This lady probably loved it. Or again, it was on her back. Way too big for how shitty it was. And, you know, I'm sure she never, ever sees it. And no one's ever going to say, oh, my God, you got to. No they're going to stop themselves before they get to words because it's like, I'm going to have to say whether or not I like this. And then they just don't. They probably just turn and jump into the pool like, oh, you got to under the water because you just don't want to talk about it. It's too awful. And while we were in Mexico, you know, you see a lot more skin. Uh, everybody's in full bathing suit mode. <laughs> and everybody has these awful, awful tattoos that I'm just like, I just never thought that so many people had bad ones. I know a lot of people just, ha you know, a lot more people have tattoos than I than I imagine. I don't understand why, like, they normally, when you get a tattoo, they put it on you mm -hmm. as a drawing or whatever at first. Like, it's not tattooed. And then you fucking look yeah, at it. Yeah, you can it, take a look and, and see. And then you say yes or no before they tattoo you. Like, mm -hmm. But... A lot of people, the same as, you know, we work in, in graphic design, animation, art type of work. So we know full well people will ask for something. You'll show it to them and they'll say, oh, my God, that is exactly perfect. Right. And then two hours later, they'll say, actually, I have no idea. What the, what is this thing? What's that part? Like, oh what? You just said it's perfect and it's great. And they're just blown away by somebody drew me a picture. You know, for people who don't do anything creative, uh, you know, live in a bubble, have stuff done for them. And that's that's a pretty big deal for some people having just simply like here I drew this it's specifically for you <laughs> or I, I don't know just seeing pictures like they, they just don't know how bad they are and don't take the time to think about getting something better I mean I'm the worst for saying something like that because I hate doing revisions like it's done well could you do it better yeah I could totally do this nine mm -hmm. times better but I'd have to try it nine more times so it's perfect the way it is. And I mean, I, I should have, like she was the last person we saw on the way out of Mexico and made me realize I should have been documenting all of this because <laughs> I saw so many just bad things, you know, people's names written awfully, you know, in not, not any kind of font, not any kind of 
uh, artistic like way. Artists, uh, yeah, literally just, hey, you're a tattoo artist. Write Jeff on my body. My name is Jeff. Why, why do you want your name written on your body, Jeff? That's weird. So many people do that. And again, unless you do it in some kind of font that you're like, this means a lot. Like, I'm, I love this font. I think this looks cool as an artistic thing. But I don't know. I guess, and you know, again, generations change more quickly, quick, uh, more quickly than you think. Because when I got a tattoo back in whatever it was, 1999, uh, everybody, like lots of people had them. And it was all like crazy dragons and and that tribal art or uh celtic knots and and most people were getting the you know chinese words i mean everybody still does uh i like to think it's dwindling out a little bit but everybody seemed to have one of those it was more or less you're getting a tattoo yeah here's the list of chinese words and the and you know the symbol which one are you gonna pick like i don't like any of this Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that if I was ever, ever going to do that, it would just be the bat symbol and this one bat symbol that I had on my wall. So I'm just like, this size, this is perfect. Like, I don't know. And so then I just brought that with me. I'm like, if you can do this, you know, and the price isn't too crazy, then yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And uh, unfortunately, the price wasn't too crazy. So I'm like, yeah, now I'm tra- trapped in my own uh, yeah. whatever wishes. <laughs> I have a tattoo of Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. on my right shoulder that I got in animation school. Yep. Because he's my favorite. Which makes sense. I think I'll be getting another tattoo soon mm-hmm. to go along with Scooby-Doo. So I won't be lonely. He's pretty lonely back there. Uh, but again, hopefully it'll be decent. And I guess that's the other thing too is when you do get a tattoo, you're probably so afraid about getting it that you're not going to go and legitimately check out. Like, are you actually any good... Because all you want to know is you're going to do this and it's not going to hurt. How much is it going to cost? Nobody's going to make fun of me. You know, there's so many other factors to be like, what if it's not good? You have to assume it's going to be fine. You know, that's why mine is like purely like, here's the stencil. It's just thick, you know, just lines and that's it. You know, there's no, I'm not worrying about you doing your version of crazy tattoo guy shading or (laughs) like, that's the scariest thing. Because uh, the segue over past all those terrible tattoos that we saw. Uh, and I mean, so just pictures of people's faces that were obviously in their family. Yeah, so we were watching Tattoo Nightmares. Yeah, so Tara watched this. I don't like, I hate watching those tattoo shows. Like any shows with needles and blood. Uh, this one isn't so bad. They they really don't show much. Uh, they do their own flashback uh, <laughs> reenactments of the story. So if you ever watched like the old uh, LA Inc. and I don't know, couple years ago there was a run of nine different tattoo shows and mm. they'd go into tattoo parlors and people would tell their sob stories of why they're getting the tattoo of uh angels because of their dead friend or pictures of a dead friend because he liked angels or whatever the reason and then you know they'd have a good cry this show seems like uh people who they're they're good enough tattoo people they don't seem like celebrity award-winning tattoo people like those Miami Ink guys were. No. Uh, well, they special this shop specializes mm-hmm. in fixing tattoos that people other people have said. Yeah, it's like a tattoo triage. Like that's specifically one show. They fixed a tattoo that had already been fixed. It was fucked. Yeah, some of them are pretty brutal. Girl put Be- like a D, like do not give. D G A F. Yeah, don't give a fuck. And in the reenactment. It and I, I feel bad. It's it seems like a very uh, 
almost seems like a racist show, but you can just tell it's like, this is who we had available. We're just hiring porn guy actors that are covered with tattoos. <laughs> and it has to be it because like, they're like, you know, I'm a pretty scrawny, nerdy guy. And then it cuts to this guy and he's built like a truck and he goes to get his tattoo and it's like, I'm scared. <laughs> like these just big guys uh, that, you know, obviously only work out and never act in their lives willing to do these terrible reenactments. A lot of the times they're pretty funny. They throw in sound effects. They throw on the music. They do the whole thing. But honestly, the best part is how terrible the tattoos. And I yeah. mean, you've all gotten that that email of, you know, or the the Facebook roll of images. Well, just also them telling the of how they got the tattoos. Because you're like, when you see a tattoo, yeah, you. You just assume. Of, yeah, you think in your head a you're certain an, thing, I guess. Yeah, you're like, an idiot and you got a stupid tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Like, this but is your stupid them, idea. The things are crazy of mm-hmm. how they got them. It's I just could like, not the imagine. Like, the one, one guy, guy did, he, I didn't, I guess I didn't think that was a mm-hmm. real thing. Like, got drunk or whatever. Yeah, and every then one of them are drunk. Out, one. And then he woke up with a tattoo on his ass. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Of, um, oh shit, I can't remember what it was now. Something girly, anyways. There's two guys that I like really girly. Yeah, there's quite a few of those. One guy had a belly button tattoo of the sun, like around his belly button. Yeah, he said he just went in and there was like a picture of the sun there and he pointed to it and he was like so drunk. And I was just like, the sun, man. Yeah. And then, like, before the tattoo was over, he started to sober up and just like, no, (laughs) what am I doing? This isn't a dream. Uh, One guy was ridiculous he was fully just like oh my friend you know sheila called up she's like let's go drinking and i'm like sure thing and we did and then uh we go to like a tattoo place and i'm like why not i'm drunk i'll get a tattoo and i sit down and the guy's like hey we got a special deal put on a blindfold and not look while i do it then the tattoo is free and then during the story he's like my friend sheila got real quiet and then i took the blindfold off and Sheila's doing the tattoo. She's sitting there with the gun with and the it needle. Is a piece and it of just shit. looks like, yeah, like a tribal flame, I guess, going up the inside of his arm, like fully, like the, the whole length of, of his forearm. Yeah, like a number seven. And a or number seven. Crazy. I think he probably had the number seven first or something. I don't know. That, that seemed ridiculous. Uh, so it was just a big black mess, like thick, thick black paint on his arm. It looked terrible. Not that I haven't seen that a million times. Like anybody who gets big, thick, tribal, swooping lines is just like, well, that's going to look like just big black lines when nobody knows about this tribal thing anymore or cares. You're going to be weird unless you get like something, you know, your whole body's covered. It has to look amazing. That's the thing about tattoos. They have to be amazing or else they're going to be terrible. Uh, especially when you get something elaborate and real looking like that. If you get like, you know, like a logo or something simple like, uh, you know, a cartoon character even, like it has to be drawn on model. They have to take the picture. I can't understand any of the Yosemite Sams out there. There are 10,000 Yosemite Sams on people's bodies and <laughs> Bugs Bunnies. I think my uncle had both, I believe, one on each arm. And it's like, so explain to me again how this one's Bugs Bunny and this one's Yosemite Sam. Because I don't know how they're anything. Okay. Like, I kind of can see it in one of their knees and then Yosemite Sam, like, I guess that's the mustache and the beard. on his knee? No, no, like, like the, the Bugs Bunny. It's like, that looks like Bugs Bunny's legs. <laughs> that's it. That's the only way you can Yeah, tell. like, he's dead now, but they were awful. Oh, and I, I have seen those, like, again, like, in real life, everybody, you know, you go to the mechanic, you sit there, there's going to be an old guy with one of those tattoos. And I can never understand, like, so you just sat there and the guy was like, yeah, yeah. 
I'm super good at drawing Yosemite Sam freehand <laughs> on somebody's arm while he flinches in pain in and drunkenness because I have you know they must have all been done around somebody's kitchen table. Like my ex girlfriend there one time she came home and she's like you will believe what I did like. What? Like, we're over drinking at so-and-so's apartment. Like, uh-huh. And she got a tattoo. And she's like, so he does tattoos now. Uh-huh. And she got a tattoo. And I was like, well, so what? And I mean, it was terrible. It was terrible. What and was she, it? It was this daisy, but it was like a flower kind of like standing up on its stems. Like it could walk like half Disney cartoony thing. Oh, okay. I don't believe he based it on anything. I think he just fully free-handed it. Oh, God. That's and, the worst. And it's just like, okay. And I remember like reacting like that, like as somebody who draws pictures, I'm offended by this. Like, for first of all, like I'm your boyfriend. You didn't ask me to design something. Like, no, it was just a drunken spur of the moment thing. And second of That's all, harsh. I'm your boyfriend. Like, we should probably break up soon because uh, yeah. if you're that kind of person, I can't handle this. This is definitely going to make me crazy someday, and it <laughs> did. Uh, but yeah, she she had that, and everybody who saw it was like, oh, you gotta. And then, you know, that thing that I said before, like, she got a million of those. Like, what? Whoa, whoa, what's going on? What, you were about to say something? No, no, nothing. So, did you see my tattoo? I forgot to tell it. I forgot, totally forgot to show you my tattoo. Like, see it? Tattoo, tattoo. Yeah, yeah, we saw it. So, could you believe, like, I was bent over this guy's table? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, now we can believe it. Yeah, now we can believe that's how, why shitty, how shitty it is. Like, sorry. It's shitty. Hopefully, you've got Well, there was one girl that wasn't drunk or whatever. Mm-hmm. She went in and she got... Uh, this guy was started to do a tattoo in her yeah. arm. So uh, about halfway through, he had to stop or something. So he was, she paid him $400. Yeah. And uh, he was like, okay, we'll just make an appointment, come back and I'll finish it. So the next week she calls, makes him try to make an appointment. He's like, no, no, I'm busy. Like call me next week or whatever. So she kept calling a couple of times and he was always busy or whatever. So she said, fuck it. Like I want to get this finished. Yep. She went to another artist, got it finished. Mm-hmm. So she goes back and he's like, oh, well you got that finished by some, another artist Well, no, or first, first she goes back like, well, to get another something. tattoo. Well, she's like, I want something for my $400 though. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, fine. That's no problem. I'll give you a, a tattoo right now. So she's sitting there. He starts doing this tattoo. She asks him to draw Betty page yep. on it, her arm. So he goes right to town. Then he's, finished and he's like all right take a look and it's just like this fucking piece of shit like yeah. oh it's just horrible like it looks like a picasso-ish like yeah child-like i think thing, like I they guess. blurted it out but i believe like they kept talking about her pancake nipples i guess he gave her big giant naked yeah. nipples on there that were blurred out and it just was horrible like, horrible oh yeah so yeah. uh then he's like that's it he goes there you go take that payback bitch yeah for letting someone else finish my artwork mm. And even and the tattoo guys were like, "Oh, a revenge tattoo! Like we see this all the time too. Like, get yeah, I don't know. Anything permanent is just dangerous when you involve anybody. People are crazy, and they have no concept of you know the same reason that you go to. Let's go back to McDonald's. I was just editing last week's show. Uh, you go to McDonald's. People that work there shouldn't work there. They don't want to work there. They hate it." And and that's kind of the correct response. Some people are like, yes, I'm great at this. I love being at McDonald's. Now I'm the manager. They are? Oh, and, but they're not. Oh. They're just stupid people who think they're good at something and then nobody else really wants to do it. So then they become manager of being an asshole. Same, and any job can do this. And in the tattoo world, 
you kind of don't even really need to work for somebody. You just got to rent out a space. It's easy to rent an apartment or a space. You buy the thing and then you put people in your chair and say, I'm the tattoo man. Just like Tara going to that crazy lady who has no uh, uh, haircutting training and no (laughs) credentials. She just opened a hair studio and she's supposed to hire accredited hairdressers. She doesn't. I mean, she does, but they quit because she's a maniac and she cuts Tara's hair and people still keep going back like Tara. Mm-hmm. And and that's just, I you didn't know, go back since. Yeah, she didn't go back since, but your hair grows back. When you get a tattoo, then you've got to get another $400 worth of paint. Play safe. Yeah, injected over top of it. I'm not saying don't get tattoos. I'm saying think about it. So the same way, don't go buying art just because you need to buy some art. Buy something that you're going to like 10 years from now uh, for anything, whatever it is. Or at least a couple years from now if it comes wow. to like, because you can just move paintings around. The tattoo, I think I want to get, has to do with, well, I can talk about it. I keep forgetting to talk about uh, therapy. Oh, God. And becoming a better, mm-hmm. I don't know. You get what the therapy symbol you? on your back. I'm going to get the therapy symbol mm. on my back. No, <laughs> I uh, read this story. I kind of wanted to get something like a koi or just fish or something, but uh, there's a story about a koi. There's a hundred koi. And so they were swimming upstream and swimming upstream until they got to this waterfall. And all the fish wanted to get back up the waterfall, but it was too high. So they all kept trying and trying and until a lot of them failed. And this one koi just kept trying, though. He had, uh, you know, persistence. He wanted to get up there. And uh, the gods saw him trying, so they kept raising the waterfall to be higher. Fish gods or regular higher, gods? Or regular gods, okay. I guess. Or maybe it was the fish gods. The gods of the fish and mm-hmm. everything else uh, kept raising the waterfall higher and higher, but the fish kept trying, and he didn't care, and he tried for 100 years until one day, finally, he made it to the top. And uh, so finally he'd made it and the gods looked down and saw that he had the patience and persistence and they turned him into a dragon. Huh. So that might get like a, a, uh, like a koi that turned into a dragon or something. The gods didn't say, oh, fish, you thought the water was greener on the other side of the <laughs> waterfall fence. Silly. <laughs> Go back. And they just flipped him back down. Uh, like at the fish store. <laughs> Get down out of here. <laughs> and then they're like, sucker, there's another waterfall. It was a double tier. Damn it. So much like the koi fish, we will be back again and again and again and again until it takes 100 years to turn this podcast into a dragon. <laughs> if you want to help us turn into a dragon faster, go to iTunes and leave us a comment. We'll send you something free, most likely postcard-based or paper-based. Or you can sponsor us and get bigger, better things. Yeah, or we'll send you more physical things. All that stuff is over at the, uh, I was going to say over at the podcast. This is the podcast. All the stuff is at the website. <laughs> You're at the podcast CurtisandTerraShow.com. Go take a left, then a right mm-hmm. at the internet. Yeah, take a left at Amazon and you'll be right there. CurtisandTerraShow.com. Uh, like us on iTunes. Here's something that I've noticed. Milo has a has a Facebook page now. It's called Milo for Pope. And uh, he he was posting posters that say, if I get a thousand likes, Jesus said I can be Pope. And I mean, although there is a new Pope already, I don't see any reason we can't overthrow him and make Milo the Pope. That's true. Well, that other Pope died, or that other Pope 
abdicated the throne. So this pope, that could yeah. happen too. Why? Why wouldn't it happen? And you know, why not for better they're reason both, than someone old. else wants to do the job? Either way, that's what the Facebook is called. And I'm not going to change it. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll change the heading and stuff eventually. But there's still, you know, I put stuff up there. Uh, but I just noticed today he only has 37 likes. Barely makes it seem worth it. Uh, so Did if you promote it, if you're on a on the Facebook, go over there and oh yeah, I sent it out to everybody. Hmm. Uh, and and you listen to the show and and you like liking pages, go like Milo for Pope page, and it'll give me more reasons to post things. Facebook there. is dead anyway. Facebook is dead. If you are on the Twitter, Milo's on Twitter. So are we. CurtisandTearShow.com for everything. Always subscribe with the iTunes. Always comment. The biggest, most important thing in the world to me, and maybe to Tara, possibly to Burke. I know it's definitely important to Ripley because she's heading up this whole operation from behind the scenes. Is uh is yeah just getting more and more comments and uh, or stars on the iTunes page just because being within the top 100, 200 of that makes me feel like accomplished something, uh, and it also makes other people see it because I feel like that's still kind of where the top podcasts live, and I want to live there amongst the giants. I don't think that's I don't think that's a big deal. Then why yeah. is that such a big deal? not a big deal everybody calm down i'm not asking you to murder and rape somebody get away with it go to jail for a while and then decide whether or not you want to get payback to somebody i don't know i don't know much i'm sure who paybacks are burke Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. Oh my god. 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 Oh my